And I'm Mark Zazati. And this is Passport Necessary, a podcast dedicated to TCK uh, culture. We are both TCKs and how it's affected uh, us growing up and now our lives as adults. And uh, today we are going to be talking about uh, homesickness, specifically in regards to the holidays, because uh, this is about the time when holiday season is starting to pick up. Uh, People start traveling home, they start going to see family, Um, but as TCKs, we have very different uh, ways of regarding and viewing home. Uh, So, Marcus, are there certain things you miss specifically around the holidays? Well, I think it's particularly difficult because the thing is, obviously, particularly something like Christmas, the time is something, it's a time when you spend a lot of uh well it's a time when you spend a lot of time with people around your family essentially it's so the thing is is that you do find it a little bit difficult at times because you realize that not everybody can be in the same place so the things you used to do as a kid not, aren't necessarily happening in the same way um my family's kind of spread out across the uk and then some of them are still in japan so the thing is it's very difficult to get everybody together so it's one of those things where you'd like everybody to be together but you can't be because separated by huge distances mm-hmm. and with the whole covid situation everyone's getting used to the idea of doing things uh, sort of like over skype and everything like that but it still isn't quite the same and i suppose in a sense you know you realize how the distances you realize how far apart the family is at times mm-hmm. and that can be a little bit difficult yeah um i haven't really had a christmas with my family I want to say since 2016, mm-hmm. like starting in 2016, that was when my partner and I started having Christmases together um, yeah. because we didn't celebrate it with his family. We didn't celebrate it with my family. We basically just celebrated with each other. Um, yeah. So... I mean, that's not a long time in uh, considering like other people who are TCKs, I'm sure in comparison to you, it's not as long. Um, but I know that there are definitely things that like around the holiday season that I miss. It's it's a weird feeling because for TCKs, homesickness, at least from the way I view it, it's not really a location specifically. No. And that's what makes it hard to define when you're feeling that because it's, it's not a location that you're missing. It's more a general feeling of place. Yeah. The atmosphere, especially time of year, because I mean, particularly being in the UK, you start everything starts off much earlier to do with the Christmas stuff and the holiday season and all that. So oh, definitely here in the take, states too. Yeah. yeah. So especially from like having lived in Japan and stuff, it's, it, it personally feels like it takes a little bit out of the season itself because everything is so heavily geared towards marketing it and everything like that and the thing is you just you are reminded a lot more that you're not around your family and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. it's it's, it makes it difficult in a way actually it's um yeah it's it's hard because i think a lot of people especially around the holidays there's this pressure to see family and i think Mm -hmm. for a lot of people either they can't or they don't have good relationships with their family so there's this very odd pressure where it's like you should be enjoying your time with them and it's like 
well, I literally can't. So like, how do you work around and how do you do things? I know one of the big ways for me that I uh, fight some homesickness during the holidays is I have like two set things that I definitely do. I definitely make a big pot of gumbo and jambalaya. And that, because it's like, it's a very homey feeling for me. It's one of my favorite recipes my mom ever makes. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's one of my <laughs> favorite recipes that my mom makes. And um, it was passed down to her. So it's it has a lot mm-hmm. of tradition in it. It makes you feel at home, uh, both for the jambalaya and the gumbo. And then the other thing that I do is for New Year's in Louisiana, there's a tradition of having uh, white rice, cabbage, and black eyed mm. peas because that okay. brings you luck into the new year. And right. as much as my mom could, she would try and do that in every country we moved to. Um, mm-hmm. Because almost every place has cabbage, almost everywhere has rice, and almost everywhere has yeah. some form of bean. Um, yeah. So that was how we did it. We would do on New Year's, like the day of New Year's, we would have that meal at some point to kind of like bring mm-hmm. in luck. And now I've tried to do it so that every year, um, either on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, I make sure to make that dish because it it makes me feel connected to my mom and my dad and my family down in Louisiana. Yeah. And it also gives like the sense of continuing a tradition for the yeah. family, like not something that's like everyone does it because I don't know a ton of people who make like white rice, cabbage and, and black eyed peas, but in my family it definitely had some value so continuing that makes me feel like i'm tied to something i think that's a honestly i just realized this (laughs) i think a big part of homesickness is that it feels like you're not tied to something yeah yeah so you kind of like have to transport a lot of things around with you that you would associate with I suppose your own set of traditions, your family's traditions and all that sort of stuff. I mean, like, certainly for me and my family, there are a lot of times there'd be sort of around the Christmas season, you'd have like unusual like meats or something like that, like something special that you would get. So, I mean, particularly one of the ones, maybe I'm slightly making this up, but things like rabbit would sometimes Mm -hmm. be a thing that would be done at Christmas times, like uh, things like that, something that you wouldn't normally get. Yeah, we usually had Um, duck. That was the thing in my family mm, yeah. around Christmas. That was, we had duck. I know a lot of yeah. people are like, oh, ham. I know ham is like a thing for Christmas mm-hmm. in the States and turkey is the thing for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But in my yeah. family, duck was our favorite yeah. fowl. <laughs> that is, <laughs> it's a good thing to have that. I mean, in Britain, there's a tradition of eating goose as well. That one happens. So sometimes having duck is kind of a nice thing to do instead of like having the turkey. Because I mean, sometimes a turkey is just too big. Yeah. But a duck is actually goes a long way. Um, is goose fatty? I've never had goose. It's very much like duck. Oh, okay. I mean, because I mean, it is sort of like a giant duck. I mean, it does taste the same and it has the fat. Yeah. Um, but it, it is it is very similar, but it does have a lot more meat on it. But it's incredibly expensive. Okay. Speaking. Yeah, turkeys um, turkeys here in the states can be very very expensive, especially mm-hmm. around Thanksgiving because that's like yeah. the time of year that everyone buys turkey. So yeah. you can see like the prices like ramp up, and a lot of the times, yeah. at least this is the 
what I see in the States in the Northeast, because I live in New York, and a lot of people, they always look out to buy these really, really big turkeys. It's all about how big it is. And Mm -hmm. I've had turkey once or twice that's been like cooked well, but Mm -hmm. it still feels quite dry to me and not as flavorful as I always like think it's going to be. I'm always Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's a big bird. Like it should be very yummy. And then I eat it and like, this is so boring. All I want are the side dishes. I don't want the yeah. turkey. <laughs> well, it's, it's one of those things. It's funny because there's all these different tricks that people have for like cooking stuff. And I found that uh, one of the things that I learned to do from a chef is that basically, particularly with chicken, if you want it to stay moist, what you do is you pull the skin off the top and then just rub butter on the breast underneath and then put the skin back on. I have heard that of that. Works. I have heard of that. It works really well. Really? I showed my friend this and she was going, this, is this a wind up? Are you trying to make me do something I was not supposed <laughs> to do? It's like, no, it genuinely works. It genuinely works. <laughs> so uh, maybe one day if I, if I decide to get a turkey all to myself, I might just try that and see if it works. Oh my gosh. It might do. I would pay to see you <laughs> eat a whole <laughs> turkey. That would be quite funny, actually. I might do that. Just get a turkey to myself. Oh, my gosh. You would pass out halfway through the turkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's such I... a big bird. Anyway, we were talking about homesickness. We got totally distracted <laughs> by turkeys. Um, what is, like, something that you always did when you were in Japan? Because I know that, like, Christmas in the UK, I think, has some slight differences from Christmas in the US. And mm-hmm. I didn't really celebrate christmas in my family not in the Mm -hmm. way that people like they always have the big tree and then they wake up at a certain Mm -hmm. time there's like certain things they do during the day of christmas like my family never really did that because a lot of the times we weren't home on christmas Mm -hmm. day very Mm -hmm. often my parents would take advantage and we would travel somewhere outside of the country that we were living in yeah so like we went to bali we've been to Mm -hmm. we went to um Boracay, um, mm-hmm. in the Philippines, we we traveled very often during yeah. the Christmas, quote unquote, Christmas holiday season. So I, I don't really have a lot of like traditions regarding that. Do you? Well, we did the thing of like getting up early on Christmas Day. Um, you would you normally it would be started off because my dad's kind of maybe a bit traditional in some ways. Sometimes my mum uh, used to be sort of like the thing that would go on, you know, you'd you know, start off the day, like you'd have like the coffee in the morning, you'd get up sort of like at stupid o'clock, like six or something like that. And then you would, um, there'd be like proper Christmas carols, so like the real traditional stuff. Oh, did you um, have to sing them? <laughs> no, we didn't oh, sing good. them. We listened to them. Yeah, we didn't have to sing them. Uh, so, <laughs> so there are a few that I, I know quite, well as ideas so there's that sort of stuff and you don't hear them so much in like because the one thing that really sort of like gets me about the christmas season is like how early they start playing the christmas songs in the uk and you just like by the time it gets to christmas you're sick of it dude it Um, is like there's already christmas stuff up in the u.s halfway through october and oh. this is a big beef of mine. It drives me crazy. Mm. I love Halloween. It is one of my favorite, yeah. favorite th- times of the year. And when Christmas starts entering into October, it drives <laughs> me insane. So it's like Halloween yeah. Halloween has one month. One month. It's mm-hmm. the month of October. Just give it that one month. And then you can start. Yeah. Go crazy. Go nuts. Right after Halloween, I won't complain. 
but it starts mm-hmm. creeping in and you start seeing all these Christmas decorations and mugs and advertising and I'm like you have two months like go away yeah. <laughs> you're so early <laughs> Yeah, because I think I was I was in the shop just before my birthday. My birthday's in September, like late September. And then I had like already had mince pies, and I was like, "That's that's a Christmas thing," and it's September. <laughs> it's Aww. that mad, and, and it, I just I don't know. It's just one of those things I miss about being in Japan. Is like it didn't start that early. It gets to December, yeah, and that's when you start. That was when you would see like decorations come up, like in Sanomiya or in like any mm-hmm. major yeah. like shopping areas. You would start seeing like lights coming out and they would do like fake icicles and like fake snow yeah. and stuff and it was always really pretty um you would mm. see the like uh christmas like um decorations go up in sales that was a big thing too mm-hmm. we'll get more into like christmas on its own at a later date but yeah. um like for you so you would get up early coffee yeah. carols do you, did you open presents early or was we that a later up. in the day thing? Yeah, we, we did that. We did that in the morning. So the presents were done in the morning. Then there'd be sort of like hiatus uh, before the actual big meal. So the big meal will end up being something like maybe around midday, one o'clock in the afternoon. And by that time, everybody's sort of like, you know, had, had a few drinks. A lot of champagne would come out. You, you'd have all that sort of stuff. And it was just like, it, you know, it's basically just overindulged for the entire day, which is quite nice. And then, you know, you'd end up watching whatever dvds you got that year which is quite nice you'd watch something that was unusual or different you know that's something you hadn't seen before which is quite nice mm-hmm. and sometimes it was light-hearted stuff well most of the time it's quite light-hearted so mm-hmm. that's what you would tend to watch that's what you tend to do and it was it was good so, i mean it's but i mean it's simple because it's like it's all geared up to that one day and that day is when everything happens so that's where the homesickness comes from because you're going to go that's the thing where the family's together and all that sort of stuff and that's really how it feels mm-hmm. um so it's all that preparation for this one moment and i can understand like that's that's something where people who are dealing with a lot of homesickness especially when they're in a country whose culture is so different than theirs they're not seeing Mm -hmm. the things that are familiar to them they're not seeing the things that make them feel quote-unquote at home it's very Mm -hmm. easy to get overwhelmed by this other culture because you're not seeing anything you recognize and that can feel very isolating. Um, yeah. I remember when I did, we the big thing for me that I did with my partner, and this is something I think you can do outside of having a, a relationship or even with friends or even for yourself, is when you are in your new culture, so whether mm-hmm. you're back in your mother country or you're in a new culture as a TCK, I think a really important thing is building new traditions for yourself just yes, because that's a good point. yeah just because something that you're around the holidays maybe you don't have access to it maybe it's something that just is not feasible for you to do like in certain countries you can't get turkey okay so what other yeah. meat could i get that makes me feel like something special is happening so i can celebrate mm-hmm. like finding other options so that you can keep traditions or even creating your own like mm-hmm. um we have a tradition now on Christmas where my partner and I will dress up in a onesie and we basically spent a onesie is like a like no footies but it's like a full body uh outfit like a jumpsuit yeah. it's like a jumpsuit yeah. and we basically dress up in a Christmas onesie and then we sit around all day we drink hot cocoa 
we watch movies, we'll open presents, and then we'll usually go for a walk. And like, it's mm-hmm. very simple. It's nothing extravagant, nothing crazy. But because we're mm-hmm. both away from our families, it gives us an opportunity to just kind of relax. But it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. part of our, like, we're building a tradition for us. Mm, yeah. So I think, the- I think that's a good way for people who are TCKs or maybe you're a parent and your kids are TCKs. Like, it's really important to give small or build traditions for yourself that kind of yeah. creates a familial bond so that even when you're apart from each other, which happens, um, you can still try and carry on a little bit of that tradition. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, that's a lot of what the whole season is supposed to be about, isn't it? I mean, it's it's about being around family or at least thinking about family and stuff like that. As like for New Year and everything like that, I mean yeah you can do things i mean i tend to sort of like try and find something unusual to eat at christmas just like as you know i think last year i mean you know what did i do last year i think it was pheasant last year just something different like just cooking pheasant in a particular way mm-hmm. you can't really roast it so you have to like slow cook it in wine or something like that because it's, otherwise it's really tough so that was a good way of doing it that was just something different mm-hmm. um, and it's just you know you find something you know find a way of kind of treating yourself finding a way to sort of like mark the day in some way yeah um yeah and, and just making sure you get in contact with people i mean that's the thing about homesickness is making sure that you keep in contact with people yeah it's important i think that's probably one of the most important things i do too on christmas or any mm-hmm. holiday really literally yeah. any holiday i try and call my parents and my grandma and my brother um if not that day then i'll do it the day before or the day after because yeah. sometimes like day of, if like we have a lot of plans and we're really busy, I'll still like shoot them a message and be like, I'll call you tomorrow, I'll call you the day before. Just so that we keep mm-hmm. in touch because so many holidays are centered around family. Yeah. And I know that in times right now with COVID, a lot of people aren't able to see yeah. their families. I think it's important to remember that you're still connected even though you're apart. That's a big part of being a TCK. You're still connected yeah. even though you're not physically yeah. together. I, I suppose that maybe is one thing that actually kind of at least helps you with being a TCK is at least with the homesickness, you do recognize what, what you're missing to an extent. Mm-hmm. You, you value these things a little bit more and you probably value the memories more as well because the thing is you do realize, I mean, a lot of people go, oh, it's the same every year and this and that and the other. And it's like people moan about it. You kind of go, yeah, you can do that if you want. But I mean there are some other things that are important in it i mean Mm -hmm. it does matter to try and sort of like be in contact with people and keep in touch and mark the days because you never know i mean Mm -hmm. especially now i mean with things that you you don't know some people will have lost people this year which is a really sad thought but i mean you know it's just like particularly with the homesickness and stuff like that it's it, it does sort of remind you that you know you kind of lost something because it's not going to happen in the same way again. Yeah. But at least you haven't lost the people. Yeah. Yeah. There is that, which is helpful. Yeah. I think, I think one thing that's kind of a a bonus, not a bonus, but like something that's very positive about being a TCK is that we're used to constantly changing. We're used to Mm -hmm. being somewhere we don't recognize. We're used to meeting new people and making the best of it. And I think, Mm -hmm 
with what's going on right now in the world and also around the holidays where tradition is so important. I know a lot of people feel like they're going to be missing out from Mm. seeing their families. I think the biggest thing to do is use the resources that you have to still keep in contact, to still keep those connections strong. And if you are someone who doesn't want to speak to your family, which does happen, if you are someone who does not have great relationships with them, you still have family in your friends. You still have family in those who are close to you that you care about. So whether they're blood related or like just a kindred spirit, keeping in touch with these people that you value the most during a time of year where it's uh, for a lot of us, it's cold, it's darker for a lot of us. There's snow. Like it's, it is kind of important to remember like, yes, this is a darker quote unquote, darker time of the year, but Mm summer is going to come again. So what can you do to pass the cold months? What can you do to make these darker times better? This is also yeah. coming from a person who's very positive in general. Like I, I'm always trying to look on the pride, brighter side of things. And I think it really, it, it does help with the time of year that can seem very pessimistic. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, I suppose that's why a lot of these festivals occur when they do is partly because it is very difficult to get through the dark months. I mean, you, you know, particularly in more northerly latitudes, it's just, uh, you, you know, the nights are a lot longer you know it gets mm-hmm. dark at about four in the afternoon and it doesn't get light until about eight so you, you genuinely have long hours of darkness i mean it's because the clocks go back in the uk and it just gets dark oh yeah really quickly yeah and when really it snows confusing. too when it snows mm. too it dampens all the light for everything so like there are little rituals that you can create for yourself and for people who you're close to that it gives you the sense of community and closeness during times that feel very remote. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I always liked about the way uh, Japan treated Christmas was that it, it really did stick within its sphere. So it was December yes. and that was really all that it did. But it also made it its own because Christmas is not mm. in any way, shape or form a Japanese <laughs> tradition. No. They co-opted it from the West, from Americans and from other foreigners. And I think what I like so much about it is that they did what we're talking about, taking things that work within your culture. Yes. And like you're like, oh, I like this. I think this is great. I'm going to bring it into my culture. And so adapting it and tweaking it so that it fits you better. And I always love that. Like a lot of Americans think it's so funny that in Japan, for any American who doesn't know this, I always thought this was great. In Japan for Christmas, they celebrate by getting KFC. Because in Japan, oh, yeah. in Japan, KFC is actually considered like this specialty thing. And it's actually really big. And so they'll like go out and order KFC and they have like a whole marketing thing in Japan in terms of Christmas and getting like KFC chicken. <laughs> yeah. But didn't they like they'd always dress up the guy outside as well, wouldn't they? Oh, what's his name? The Colonel. Uh, yeah, it's it's not Colonel Sanders. Yeah, it, it is. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but they would dress him up and everything. I suppose they'd do it elsewhere, but I mean they they would always have him outside and I remember they would dress him up, but I mean I suppose like 
imagery-wise, he does look very similar to Santa Claus, I suppose. Yeah, the white beard, kind of like roundish. Yeah, yeah I can see yeah. that. He's Put a jacket and a hat on him. Yeah, why right. not? He's got white <laughs> pants. It's fine. It's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I remember that being a thing, because like you don't see that, that particular th- marketing thing. I haven't seen it in the UK before, but I don't know. I don't think they do that in the States, but no. I mean... No. America has its own, like, really interesting traditions when it comes to, like, Christmas and the holidays, like, everywhere. Once December hits, that's when it truly is in full swing, and you'll have, like, mm-hmm. <sighs> carols playing everywhere. You'll have the same five songs on repeat when you go shopping. <laughs> shopping becomes huge. There's a lot of pressure on, like, getting the right gifts and having the perfect day, and I think that's the more toxic side of the holiday yeah. where it's like the seeking perfection where it should just be like hang out with your friends and family who you love. That's what's important. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you can have a good time without having to do too much. I think, you know, I mean, just as long as you make a bit of an effort, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is It is a pressure thing and it is, and it is the build up. I mean, I think that's the problem is you build it up so much that by the time you get to it, it's just... It, just, it almost feels like it's not worth it I know. in a weird way. <laughs> no, I do understand. Is it? <laughs> I think for me, what's so funny is that because I wasn't home a lot of the time for Christmas Day, we were mm-hmm. very often in other countries or if we were at home, we were not in the States. We were in another country. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that we, we always kind of like, it never felt as like intense and pressured as I think it felt for a lot of my American colleagues. Like, for me, mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, we're we're going to hang out for another day as we kind of always do. And we'll do something, I guess, as we always yeah. do. Like, it felt very like, oh, it's kind of another day, but it's just a little bit more special. Um, I, yeah. I know the only tradition that we really kept up, and I think it was kind of at my mom's insistence, we would, <laughs> we had this tiny tree, not very big, like maybe two, three feet plastic that we carried around mm. to every single move and we would decorate right. it kind of like in the beginning-ish of December. We'd decorate it with mm. a bunch of like tinsels and crafts and stuff. And then um, there would suddenly be presents. Um, just all of a sudden, they would just be there. And then we, on Christmas Day, we would do that and then we would take it down. But even if we left and like we're not in at home for Christmas, we still did the tree as like a little yes. symbol of like, okay, we're doing something special and it's around. But it was, it was always very cute when we would try to like add new decorations to it and stuff. <laughs> I don't think my brother and I believed in Santa Claus for very long. I'm not sure how long I did either. I mean, it's such a long time ago. I think I stopped believing a very long time ago. Yeah, I I don't, I don't think it was very long for my brother and I just because. Especially moving. <laughs> now I think there's more of a, a story of Santa, but I think like mm. when I was seven, I was living in South Korea and there oh, wasn't yeah. really Santa there. So like, I don't yeah. think I, I saw a Santa Claus person. I think my dad dressed up as Santa for the kids, for the embassy. Mm-hmm. My dad did that in a couple places. Um, yeah. I think definitely by the time I got to Guatemala... I was like, no, it's my parents, and I'm fine with that. 
I was very much like, yeah, it's okay, whatever. I'll get you gifts. Like it was, it was yeah. now less of like you have to gift me. Once I realized that it was my parents, I was like, oh, then we should also do the gift yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. But I think I learned pretty quick. I must have been like, I want to say seven or eight. See, I don't really remember when I learned. I don't know. It could have. I think it must have been quite a long time ago, though. Mm -hmm. I think it must have been quite a long time ago if I don't really remember. Oh, I had another thing I just thought of. One thing that can also help with homesickness is if you have friends or family that are in uh the country a country that you're missing a lot of so say you like grew up in one country and now you're in another country and you're missing the first country a lot a really wonderful thing that your friends and family can do instead of like getting outrageous like presents and stuff is sending you a care package with items and food Uh, or like things that make you feel a little bit more at home those little yes. those little things can really help. I know that a friend of mine recently sent me a care package of soba from Japan that are completely oh, wow. gluten-free and That's they like I had them the other day with my partner and I instantly had this like rush of like feeling at home and feeling very comfortable. Yeah. So that's that would be another thing I would suggest is if you have friends and family who are in a country that you feel very strong, like quote unquote home attachments mm-hmm. to, if it's not too much of an ask, I would say ask them if they're willing to send you a care package with items that yeah. will make you feel a little bit more at home. That's a really good idea, actually. That's a really, really good idea. Even if it's not like food, I'd, it could be like little items, like little, not even presents, just like things that bring you back to when you were living there. Yeah. There'll be a lot of small items and things like that. I think everybody will know about and go, oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's something I want. Mm-hmm. That's something I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's probably loads of things that you could do with that, aren't there? Right? Yeah. Because every, like, every country has a different way of celebrating like the winter holidays and the mm-hmm. changing of the year uh, from fall into winter until into spring so there's yeah. like little things that i think can help that will give you a sense of belonging that's like we said earlier homesickness is the almost this feeling of isolation or not being mm-hmm. in a place where you feel comfortable so having little items that make you feel again quote unquote at home or comfortable are huge to making you kind of make those homesickness feelings go away yeah it's the absence of the things that you would normally want to have isn't it really that really does it mm-hmm. that's what really does it yeah my grandma like when we were living in japan we always missed halloween that was a uh, thing yeah. that we loved and halloween's not really big in japan so every year when we were living there my grandma would send us halloween candy like candy corn and like certain hard to find candies that we couldn't get in Japan and she would send us decorations and like sometimes she would like put in like fun little like newspaper clippings that were all Halloween related so it was like little things that brought a little bit of our family in the U.S. to us in Japan it's like it really does make a difference I think yeah it's one of the things I definitely miss is about particularly American sort of like Halloween stuff is um 
pumpkin pie. Oh. That's great. <laughs> brilliant invention. I love pumpkin pie. You could make pumpkin pie at, in, in during the holidays. Why not make pumpkin pie around yeah. Christmas? There's still pumpkins. That's true. Yeah, that's true. you should make it. Pumpkin pie is really, it's, that was one of those where I remember when I wasn't in the States, I was like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. And then when I got here and I tried it, I was like, I'm a convert. Mm-hmm. I like pumpkin pie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good invention. It is. It's so good. Oh, yeah. man. Well, I hope you guys find some solace. Winter is just a part of the year that will move forward just like mm-hmm. any other part of the year. So just finding your little moments of light and closeness with people you care about yeah yeah just do your best to enjoy it as much as you can yeah Yeah. especially now now's the time to not take for granted what's going on take advantage full advantage of what you can while you can yes yeah awesome if you can't have everything all at the same time you might as well just make something new up there you go make your own tradition so Uh, that's kind of it for homesickness in the holidays. Um, if you have any questions or comments, please leave them um, in our review section, or you can always reach out to me. I'm on Twitter at Layla Gentil, that's L-E-Y-L-A-G-E-N-T-I-L. Um, also, if you're listening to us for the first time, you don't know what a TCK is, we do talk about it in some of our previous episodes. We are, uh, I think we've already done one interview Um, And we are hoping to do some more moving forward. Um, So we're really excited for that. And uh, let us know what you think. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us today. Well, thank you. Okay. And we'll see you next time. See you. Bye. Bye.